as uh, as we were worshiping this morning, um, I was sitting over there and I was thinking God was telling me, you know, don't be ashamed. You know, the past is the past. And two, uh, just stay rooted in his love, you know. And I think the past can hold us up a lot, but it's not important. It is what it is. And uh, once you accept Jesus into your heart, it's, that's where it's at. It stays in the past. Um, before I get started, I wanted to um, just ask, are there any veterans or any military, anybody uh, serving now or thinking about serving? If you are, if you guys could just stand up, if you don't mind, if you have ever served. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate all you guys do and have done. Um, so I'm going to be talking about um, lost and found and uh, being reconciled to God. Um, so some years back, I came across this um, quote by Mark Twain, and it says, the two most important days in your life is the day you were born and the day you found out why. Man, that was just awesome to me at um, the place I was in. I may walk around a little bit, guys. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but that, that just stuck out to me, and I dwelled on it. it I mean, it really jumped out because at that time, I was, uh, didn't quite know who I was, what I was doing. You know, just going through life, trying to figure it out. Um, I was searching for acceptance, uh, forgiveness, you know, something different, you know, just to be whole. And I, I didn't know what I was searching, but I knew something was missing. I was um, in a place where I questioned myself, you know, who am I? What am I here for? What's my purpose? Why, um, you know, when I would do things that I, that I didn't like, or I was like, man, why did I do that? You know, what kind of person am I that, that would do that to uh, another person, you know, that, that would hurt someone else, you know? Um, so those things right there just kind of burdened me. It kind of tormented me because I was just lost. I, re- I really was lost and I was searching. Uh, I have been, I grew up in the church. I was raised Baptist. Um, so I hope don't too much of that come out today. But, uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I have been baptized uh, when I was a teenager and uh, I gave my life over to Christ. And you know, at that moment, I thought, man, this is so awesome. But then I thought that was it. You know, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Now, that was just it. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand the, the in-depth relationship and love he really had for me. And I just pressed on with my life, doing it on my own. That was a mistake, just to let you guys know. That was, what a mistake. So, um, you know, there's a saying. If I knew then what I know now, you guys heard that? If I knew then what I know now, how much better off would I be? You know, but I, I think, you know, without Jesus, we won't know. We, we won't know. So you have, we have to go through the process of letting the Holy Spirit do what, he, what he's going to do, convict us and whatever, and, and follow Jesus. Um, so I'm going to share my story, and I believe that our lives and our stories are 
can be our inspiration to others. I believe that's what we're here to do. And uh, so I'm going to share that with you guys. Uh, before that, I'm going to pray real quick. Uh, Father, just thank you. Uh, just thank you for this church. I thank you for uh, this community. Uh, I thank you for everyone that's here. Lord, I just ask you to uh, let my lips speak the compassion of your heart. And I uh, just thank you. Amen. Um, so I, uh, I've, I talked to a, a lot of people about, about God if, uh, on my, on my daily life, this is, uh, what I usually do. So I, I, um, people ask me, you know, well, how did you do this? How did you do that? And I just tell them simply, you know, they, and then they don't, oh, it's the love of Jesus. Oh, stop it, man. I'm like, no, seriously. I, I can't, I, you know, we, I can go into debt with them, but I tell them, like, man, seriously, is, I'm going to tell you right now, it is the love of Jesus, period. It's nothing I have done but accept the love of Jesus into my heart, and that's where it all started. I, um, he changed everything. I, can, uh, I look back at, at my life, and I, I see my, my wife and my kids and my family, my perspective, my, my heart. I mean, totally, total change, total 360 degrees when I accepted Jesus Christ into my life. Um, so I was born in chains. You know, I didn't understand what that meant. And I was lost. My, my identity was rooted in, in, in selfishness, you know, um, very self-centered guy, um, I was I was just wanted to be whatever I needed to be in the moment to gain whatever I could gain from anyone. Uh, just a, a master manipulator, you know, just trying to go through life to to manipulate people, get whatever I can get, and, and press on. I wasn't uh, I didn't have any roots into anything. Um, and I I had a view of God again that was just. I just kept him small, I guess. He was very small to me, and I, I just, I didn't know him. I knew of him, you know, and, and I, I believed in him, but I didn't know of the, the power and love and that he was alive here now. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Um, so the life I lived was a, uh, a life of uh, a very uh, dark life for a long time. I... Uh, I partied a lot, I sold drugs, I did drugs, I lived a very sexual, immoral life, and there are a lot of consequences, you know, from our actions. So I'm going to share this one story, but there were many, many stories like this um, that I found myself in from, from the, that lifestyle. But I, I was asleep one morning, and I, my daughter's not here, but uh, she's... Uh, She's five at the time. She's not. She's now 18, and um, we had a knock on the door, and it was the uh, local police department here, and they came in. They had a warrant for my arrest, and when they came in, I, I grabbed my daughter, wrapped her up in the in the covers. You know, I was just man. I was just so ashamed. I'm just so ashamed of of what I have created for for. For the family, I thought I was trying to trying to establish, you know. And um, as they were sitting there, going through my house and everything, I was just 
I was just filled with this uh, man. I failed as a man, as a as a father, and uh, so I, I, it was just it was just real hard. And you know, Satan was just pouring more and more, more and more onto me, just to beat me down. And uh, I spent the week in jail that week, you know, and that was my daughter's birthday that week, and that just tormented me even more. So hold on just a minute. Um, so anyway, I uh, <clears throat> get a little emotional about this because it's not about the story. It's really not about the story. It's just where God's brought me, so just forgive me. Um, so I go on, you know, I feel, I'm feeling like dad of the year. I get my, <laughs> I get the, 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 um, my front, my picture put on the front page, uh, news, Ronald Daily News and, uh, stating who I was and everything. And to me, it's just, I'm like, man, that is not who I am, but that's what I have adopted to be, you know, just being lost. And it pretty much read to me just a monster, you know? A monster, this guy does this, this, this. And I was like, gosh, what is going on? I, uh, I went to, um, I was facing a couple of charges to go to prison. And by the grace of God, that did not happen. And I was just, I was so thankful. And I told myself, I said, okay, we're going to stop. We're going to get it together. But I'm broken. I'm human. That did not happen. I, <laughs> I slowed down. You know, I, um, and I prayed these, these selfish prayers because, again, I did not have that relationship with God. I did not know who he was. And the prayers were, God, if you can deliver me from this, I'll do this for you. You know, trying to make a deal with him, those type of, those type of prayers. <laughs> and so when I created more situations for myself that he didn't deliver me from, here, here same old process. I was like, well, he doesn't love me this sucks, you know, or pushing all the blame on him, not taking any responsibility for myself. Um, you know, fighting depression at this time also, and just feeling tormented, you know, at, I don't know, just uh, jump off course real quick. As, a, as men, I don't know if we, when we are depressed with things, I don't, I don't know if we uh, know how to or feel comfortable enough reaching out to, to other people, you know, because society tells you, hey, you got to be a big, strong, tough guy. You know, you can't be feeling these type of feelings and then that makes you less than a man. I just want to say real quick, that is not the case. If anything you're going through, just talk to anyone, talk to someone. But um, I was, uh, that was, that's, that's where I was and depressed and I kept everybody at a safe distance. And uh, I often... I would close my doors and lock my home to act like I wasn't at home, you know, just, just, just things like this. Um, and through all this, God had a plan, plan for me. He was, he was loving on me. I didn't, I didn't recognize it. I, as I look back, I recognize it. But there were people coming into my life. I have a great friend. His name is Chris Foster. He's over at the uh, at Green Tree Church. And this guy was just loving on me. And we didn't really talk about God. You know, we didn't, we didn't talk about God. He was just, that guy, we played a lot of basketball together. He was just that guy that's coming in and just being a friend, being a real, being a real true friend. He didn't want anything, you know, he didn't need anything, but he was just loving on me. And, you know, I hadn't experienced that 
in a long time. So I kept him at bay also for a while. But uh, he, uh, he wore me down. He's, I love the guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give him the, 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 the me. I just give him the cover. But, you know, he, he knew different. We talked about that later. But um, I guess he just, he was just planting that seed, you know. He's just planting that seed of not trying to press God on me. It's just showing God's love is what I look back and that's what I realized that's what he was doing. Um, but as time, time goes on and I'm still in this place in my life, I, um, I, was, I was living in a one-bedroom apartment, um, still fighting these demons and still trying to figure out who am I. I'm still trying to be a father in, in, in broken relationships and... You know, when we, when we are alone, sometimes we can put on the front, you know, out in this world. But when we are alone and we sit down in the quiet of the night, man, all that stuff would just come up. Oh, my goodness. It was just, it would just come up. And when, as it's coming up, the devil is just pouring more and more on, trying to keep me suppressed, trying to keep me down. And, and I would just sit in that depression and in that torment and without, I didn't, not knowing what to do, you know. And I asked myself, I asked God one night, I said, is this it? Is this, this all you have for me? You know, is this my life? And, you know, and it was a, a question in him and because he had failed me so many times and I was angry and I was bitter and, uh, I, wouldn't, I couldn't say I was living, you know, a life. I, I was trying to basically just trying to survive. And uh, being raised Baptist and everything, I knew the Bible. I, I went to church a lot uh, when I was growing up. You know, the Sundays, see, the Sundays two or three times at Wednesdays. You know, I was in the choir. I was uh, a young deacon. I, so we spent a lot of time in church. And uh, so from, from that that my dad... And I thank him so much, and I've told him, man, I thank you so much for, for plan, planning that in me. I just picked up my Bible, and it was, a, it, it was out of desperation. I picked up my Bible. Last, I don't know what to do, you know. So, you know, I, people say this is real, so, you know, I picked up my Bible, and I'm reading out of desperation, and I'm, I'm reading and I'm praying. And I, and I remember I started in Ephesians. And I read, and I read, I'm praying. I was like, okay, Lord, can I, can I have a heart? Can I have some, I want to feel something. Can I have some compassion? Um, and I'm asking for wisdom and all these things. And and I'm on my. Uh, I remember one night in that place of depression, with those doors closed and the lights off and everything, and I'm on my knees and I'm praying. And it's that desperate prayer that I had never never prayed before. I mean, from my soul, from my heart, I am on my knees and I am crying. And then I'm questioning, I'm saying, man, why are you crying so much, you know? Like, man, you're a dude, Dre, come on, get it together. But, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but that's where I'm at. And I am, I am 
crying and I'm praying, Lord, something, give me something, please, Father. And he showed up. He was always there. And I felt at that time I didn't know the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, on my, on my body. And, and I don't know how long I was uh, on my knees. I, I can't go into detail the full, the full deal, but in that, in that place of uh, just being vulnerable, I raise up and I make my way to my bathroom and I'm crying. You know, when you know those cries, you got snot and everything going everywhere. You know, I'm like, oh man, gosh, can't get it together. You know, I'm in my sink and I'm splashing my face with water. I'm like, goodness gracious, man, what is going on? I'm, you know, all these type of things. And, you know, I look in the mirror and God says, and he says, there you are. And so now I'm pouring down, crying again. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I have never at that moment, you know, it was like he took me back to when I was a young man. You know, the, the, the life I, I had been living, man, had beat me up. It had, it had wore my body down. I was just, I was tired. And he just rejuvenated me. You know, and I could see, see a different guy. You know, and it, I know it sounds crazy. Believe me, it sounds crazy to me too. It was crazy to me in that moment, but I, I you know, I just want, I want to share that with you guys. Um, you know, and, and in that in that moment, I realized that I asked, and he loved me, and he was real, and you know, it was very scary, very scary. But you know, and I and I jumped to to where I am now in my life. But uh, Paige said something a couple weeks ago, and she says, um, even when we have those type of experiences and God comes in, the Holy Spirit comes in, does something awesome, you know, we're so broken. You know, we always take three steps back. You know, we'll go right back into our brokenness. But, you know, it just re- that should make us realize that we need him more. We should be dependent on him more because every time, not saying it sometimes, every time, I back and start depending on Dre. Dre, I can do it. Thanks, man. You got me this for I got it now. And found myself back in the same little, same little deal. Um, so we was going to be talking about being reconciled to God. And if I can have 2 Corinthians 5.13 put up Um, and it reads if it seems we are crazy it is to bring glory to God if we are in our right minds it is for your benefit either way Christ's love controls us since we believe that Christ died for all we also believe that we have died to our old life he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life, a new life has begun. A new life. You know, I I was lost, and Jesus found me, not after I cleaned it up, right where I was, right in my, my darkness. And uh, 
he reconciled me back to having faith in God, having faith that his, his word was true, to, to trust in him, to depend on him. Uh, he, wrecked, he, he really wrecked my world and uh, driving me crazy. Be honest, you know, it's just, it's just that's that's the best way I can explain it. He was just really kind of just driving me crazy, and you know, I come, I, I came to, I came to Vineyard, and when I came through those doors, I'd never forget being hugged and loved on. I was like, oh, okay, what, what's up with that? People hugging on me, y'all. <laughs> you know, it was kind of weird. I was like, okay, okay, I'm still, I'm still breaking down some barriers and stuff. I'm like, okay, but it seems so genuine. And I was like, all right. And then they was talking about this kingdom, this kingdom here, this kingdom now, this kingdom view. I never heard anything like this in my life, ever. And it, I mean, it jumped out. Tagged me right in the heart. Kingdom view, what is that? Kingdom here and now, what is going on? So I've been here ever since. Been trying to figure out what the, about that kingdom view. And uh, but you know, in in that process, he was changing my worldly view, taking out the trash, making me whole, reborn, reborn. The old is gone. Don't worry about it. He has a new life for me. You know, I have read those words. I came up um, knowing this. Man, I could. But, you know, in that moment, that that night, I, 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 for the first time, I believed it. And now I own it. Um, You know, we had a, so me and and God, Jesus and I, we had a new relationship, you know, is a, I had a different perspective on my life. I was still struggles, guys. It's always going to be, it, always. But man, with Jesus, it's so much easier, fun. Kind of know the outcome. It's kind of like cheating a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, all this. Here, the people and Jesus all was out of love, and I could I knew it. I I could feel it, and you know He was giving me my new identity. He was telling me I am a child of God. This is who I am. This is ground zero for me, and uh, and this never changes. I think that's my. Uh, for me, that's my foundational truth. This, I have this rock right here. This is, that's what I stand in. It doesn't matter. The ups, the downs, the good times, the bad times. I am a child of God. Jesus loves me. And that's it. That's where it begins. That never, never waves. It never gets higher or lower. That is it, period. And no matter what, you know, me and my wife fighting. Oh, we fight. <laughs> yeah. me, you know, um, just, uh, just all life. You know, I, I had a brother that passed away from cancer uh, some years back. During this time, I found out I had cancer. That's my rock, my rock right there. And he got me and my family through that hard time. Um, let's go on to uh, 18 to 21. 
And he says, all this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Man, what a gift. What a gift. You know, he's, he's taking your old life, not counting your sins against you, giving you freedom. What a gift. All this cool stuff. And he says, hey, it's free. You know, the world will tell you, tell us, well, it's no such thing as free. But in his kingdom, it's free. All you got to do is say yes. That's simple. Say yes, and it's free. And uh, he's already took took care of everything. So Jesus says, follow me so I can show you who you really are. Don't worry about the past, all that crap that tries to bury you. Focus on me. I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. And I want to know you. And I want you to know me. And we are here at Venue, we talk about my everywhere and showing our Jesus love everywhere and everywhere we go. And our stories, our lives in Christ, so important. We can't keep this to ourselves. That's uh, just selfishness. Just to throw that out there. We can't. We have to share this. We have to walk it out together. Have to. You know, my, uh, my wife, I forgave her, but she went on a cruise, guys. <laughs> by, by, left me at home. We got six, seven kids. Left me at home with all those kids. But I love her. I love her. But uh, <laughs> so while she's on this, she, while she's on this cruise, they met uh, two other ladies that they had never met on this cruise, and I guess um, towards the end of the cruise, one lady had been very standoffish the whole time. She would uh, find you know just on a cell phone and all this stuff, and uh, something came up, some kind of way. They were talking, you know, like the fourth night in. They were talking, and. My wife, something, Holy Spirit, whatever, opened up a door. And I know she hadn't planned to do any of this. She was on vacation enjoying herself. But in that moment, she started talking to this lady because she could relate. See, she had been through some of this stuff already. So she started sharing her story with this lady. And when she did that, man, it's like a light bulb. Boom. She says this lady says her life. She had questions. How? What's going on? How did you do this? Why? Who? Jesus. That's what she says. Jesus. And that just opened up. They just, you know, they just, they, they bonded through, through her experience and Christ's love. And that was just, and, you know, and she wasn't trying to save her. You know, she was just trying to do what God calls us to do. 
the Holy Spirit, Jesus is going to do, he'll take care of it. But if we can share our stories, our love, and maybe plant that seed, maybe plant that seed, the whole, and it'll open someone up to freedom, to love. Um, 1 John 5, 4, 5 reads, Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. That is so powerful to me. It just lets me know that we are not slaves to fear. We are rooted in Christ. The victory is won. And so honestly, I, for me, I feel like it's not that, that, uh, that place of, my wife tells me, uh, confidence and cockiness, you know. I don't, man, I'm, I'm sore sometimes, you know, I really do. And I was like, oh, you know. But then it comes down like, oh, I'm sore. God is good. God is good. You know, his word is true. So it's no longer it's no, I don't need to worry about the world and people trying to pull me back down into this right here. I say true to this word. And it'll look different. It'll look different. But that doesn't mean that different is bad. We may be the norm. I think we are the norm. I think we're the plan. But um, I'm going to leave you guys with this. It's uh, Tom Petty. He says, I know what's right, and I got just one life in a world that tries to push me around. I stand my ground, and I won't back down. I love that song. I love that verse. Seriously, stand your ground. Be rooted. Have your foundational truth. Never let it waver. And God's got you. Got it. Thank you, guys.